I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Have you done cucking? Yeah, yeah, several times. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, we do it in the Cotswolds. Hello, welcome along, welcome back if you're returning, and welcome for the first time if this is your first ever My Mate Bought a Toaster. My name's Tom Price, that one over there's called... Samantha Baines. Hello Samantha Baines, how are you? I'm good. Are you excited and ready for a brand new episode? I'm a bit tired. Okay, great, that's what we're looking for. (laughs) Really trying to push the sort of breakfast DJ vibes. You have the excitement and I bring this sort of tired sarcasm to proceedings, so I feel that that's fine. All right, well talking of tired sarcasm, please welcome today's guest. You wouldn't be. You're not tired and sarcastic. I've never been so sarcastic in my life. I can't think of a more perfect way to describe you. One of my uh, one of my closest friends, Sam Baines, actually. Oldest, closest. Yeah. Smelliest. Definitely oldest in every sense. Um, it's the very wonderful, very elderly, Lizzie Roper. Hello. Hello. Lizzie Roper, um, actor, comedian, writer, um, mm. cat owner, lady. Scratcher, pro- sniffer. Yeah. Um, prolific Facebooker. All the things. That's yeah. fair to say, isn't it? Yeah. Um, thank you for joining us on My Mate Bought a Toaster. Now, do you understand what is about to happen? We have to come to sort of or- some sort of oral contract at the beginning so you know what we're about to do. Yeah, you're going to plunder my Amazon shopping list and then you're going to find the most embarrassing things and throw throw them at me and then go ha 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 you like it up the bum yeah. that's what's going to happen <laughs> that, is, I mean, yeah, that sort of... is what happens every episode <laughs> thanks yeah. thanks for making our trailer for us <laughs> that's good to go we'll just, we'll just put that out okay so we are going back the first time you went on Amazon was oh. in the year 2000 <laughs> exactly exactly 2000 yeah so the 90s were only what 10 months before then it's November so <gasps> 11 months before then uh, it's November 2000 the 8th of November and you bought Oh. Mark Steele's It's Not a Runner Bean. Oh. Okay. And you bought Bad Jelly the Witch by Spike <gasps> Milligan. Oh, because this is this was the days when Amazon was just a bookshop, wasn't it? This yes. was this was the magic bookshop online that you could buy anything you want. And when I was I was a prolific library user as a small child, and when I was seven years old, I was the weird kid, I was the rude kid, I said bum, poo, willy far too often. Yeah. And then I was in the library with my parents and I found this book called Bad Jelly the Witch by Spike Milligan and it changed my life. Why? Because everything you'd done before, it sort of it confirmed. No, because it was a it was a book written by a grown up, but it had words like bum, poo and willy in it. And I just thought, oh my God, there, there's a home for me. There's a future. Yeah. I can grow up and I can still say bum, poo, willy. Yeah. Oh! It was the beginning of the Lizzie Roper that we know and love. I mean, it's true though, isn't it? But it gives you, it gives you that justification for doing <laughs> that it. That agency. Like, it's all right, I'm not going to be, I don't have to, I don't have to suppress this anymore. Yeah. Look, there's this amazing man who apparently is very well revered because my father knows all about him. Mm. And it says bum. And I cut down. I can recommend that book to any people with small kids. Bad Jelly the Witch. Bad really Jelly the uh, Witch. There are a lot of willies in Bad Jelly the Witch. Uh, I think there's, there's a there's a there's a naked bum 
Oh, yeah. and don't leave your... It's brilliant. It's about two little ki- g- kids. It's sort of Hansel and Gretel, but with a bit more bum in it. Why were you buying it in 2000? Presumably you weren't still a child then. Because it was that thing of like, oh, there's a there's a magic bookstore online. You can get whatever you like. What was that book I always used to love? Oh, oh yeah, I wonder if they've got that. I wonder if they've got that. It's amazing, isn't it, that it was just a bookstore and now it's taken over the world. Can you imagine in yeah. 15 years or where, how This is 19 years ago. Can you mm. imagine in 19 years, Waterstones running the world? Do you know what I mean? That's the no. same thing. It was as benign as a yeah. friendly bookshop. Yeah. Yeah. Well, lots of people are great. It's got five star reviews across the board. Oh. Brilliant book. This book has been read and reread so many times since we received it. It's a great story with some hilarious characters and brilliant drawings. And he did the drawings himself, didn't he? Yeah, it's a beautiful book. It's beautiful. I remember Spike Milligan from when I was a kid. The main thing that sort of cut through my memories of him was him being interviewed. I think it was on Clive Anderson and he called Prince Charles a crawling bastard. Do you no, that was that? an award ceremony. Was it an award ceremony? Prince Charles a crawling <laughs> bastard. And yes. I'm thinking this guy's ace. Yeah. Because he's naughty. Because mm. that's what you look for. Because isn't most your sort of introduction to comedy is is what's naughty adults yeah. are getting away with being naughty yeah. so so there you go that's exactly what Spike Milliken was okay good start it's a very auspicious start well, strong opener strong opener let's skip ahead to 2001 because those were the only two items you bought in 2000 of course and then along comes uh, 2001 August 2001 you've bought a book called The G-Spots <laughs> The Good Vibrations Guide <laughs> this is by the suitably titled <laughs> Kathy Winks doesn't she just doesn't she just I, 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 I'd like to. I'd like to tell you all about it, but I have absolutely no memories of that whatsoever. Please don't tell me you've lost it. Please don't tell me you I've, can't I've find it. I totally lost it. I, you know, I'm chalk from the from the waist down. I haven't seen a penis in ten years. I wouldn't know what to do with one. But at do one you know right now, Lizzie? Here yes, I am. Thank you. No, no. You, you know, you know me. You've known me for a long time. I used to be a goer. My God, I used to be a goer. And yeah, and I probably got academic reference to. to I <laughs> to back myself just to up. remind you, the G spot isn't. <laughs> Eye-opening anatomy. Eye-opening. Yeah. An eye-opening anatomy lesson, and no nonsense debunking of the myths and misinformation surrounding the G-spot. And any any reviews of the G-spot? Oh though? yeah, many That's, reviews. Come on, Five go. stars from Seven Delta. Mm. How shall I gush? Is the title. Oh my lord! Excellent. I nearly gushed my tea out yeah. when you said that. Go on. Excellent information for doubtful, confused, or merely unsure lovers of either gender. In a slim fifty pages, the author maps a concise yet extensive footnote reviewed of the anatomical and anecdotal research proving the existence of the elusive fun spot. Hang on, anecdotal research? What? Just mm. two women sitting at a bar I telling stories about? Yeah. yeah. Have you heard about that woman who had yeah. three? Yeah, three G spots. She had. Yeah, she had a G H I and J. Extraordinary. Go on, what else? Mrs. Winks then guides you through the hows and whys Mm. to discover and explore your own pleasure point. Mm. She's She's married married to Nudge Nudge. I love this. Yeah. <laughs> well, they do. They do recommend another book. This book is an excellent start or finish. But I also recommend Happy Finish, The mm. Clitoral Truth, which oh. contains a longer, more exhaustive academic exploration of the G spot and female ejaculation. That just sounds like a bad Edinburgh show, doesn't it? The Clitoral oh, Truth. Oh God, it really does. It's mm. clitorally amazing. You must watch it. <laughs> Five stars. Okay, very nice. That's the G spot. Good. The Good Vibrations Guide. I well, should say, Lizzie, when we first got to know each other, well, we were running a comedy club together, and you, you say you were a goer. You were very. Very, you know, you're very active. I remember you once <laughs> having had a day enjoying your um, home movie collection, and you you looked very tired, much like you do today. And I believe you said to me that you think you'd had so many sessions double clicking your mouse that you'd wanked it off. Those were your words. 
Those were your words. And you were upset. You were like, I think I've went, I think it's gone. I think I've lost it myself. We've all been there. We've all been okay, right. Oh right. god. I just but that just seems like a different person now. That's, that's such a long time ago. I mean I think I I think I sort of compressed my entire sex life into about the first twenty five years of my adulthood. We also have look at this, January two thousand and one, the essential book of tantric sex. Fuck oh. it, what was Anne I on? Johnson. I don't know, you were absolutely I was on a up. cock. I was on a cock twenty four seven by the sound of things. So so where were you at this stage? In two thousand one, yeah. I was in my flat in Bayswater and I know who I was going out with now. Okay. He was right. a mistake. Right, okay. Let's not oh. name any names no, on the podcast. Oh, God, no, let's. Oh, <laughs> We've already got in trouble for naming names he on this show. He was so much trouble. Right. Yeah. And I stupidly lost a year. I should have finished it much earlier. Well, you tantric know. sex, you're supposed to last a year. That is the idea. Um, what? Uh, any reviews of the essential Just book of tantric one sex? one review. Mm-hmm. Okay. Five stars. Please tell me it's really, really long. Mm. No, it's really short. Right, review on. on an excellent tantric sex book. Essential for the beginner. Yep. explains tantric sex in a relaxed, clear and simple way Lovely. and covers all the aspects and all for such a low price. Mm. Excellent oh. books, three ninety-nine. Okay, still See, available now, very nice. But I am also one of those buyers, especially with books. If I buy the book mm. and it comes into my house, I assume I've read the book. Mm. Yes, it's I like joining like, a gym. Joining yeah. a gym makes yeah. you thinner. Yeah, 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 yeah I don't totally. put the hours in. I no. don't actually turn the page, but it is on my shelf. Mm. That in a, in a way that is a very tantric way of reading the book, <laughs> isn't it? You just put the book next to your brain, and very slowly yeah. you expect it to somehow come just into your open brain. Open the packaging mm. slowly yeah. and centrally. Mm. Let's go to two thousand and four because you didn't make any orders in two thousand and three. You had a, you had a year off. Wow. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. You God, have discipline. Used the shops before they were all shut down mm. by Amazon. Uh, you bought the oh, this is nice, isn't it? You bought Eric Morecambe, Life's Not Hollywood, It's Cricklewood by Gary Morecambe. Assuming there's that was a relation. Secondhand, there. wasn't it? Very nice. Yeah, you remember that, haven't you? Mm. Three ninety nine. Well, I do remember reading that, and I still got it. There you go. There you go. You see, so there was no uh, mm. reading by osmosis. There, you read and uh, mm. absorbed and adored that book by the sounds of things. It was a terrible book. Good. Okay. Good. Good review. <laughs> <laughs> it's a terrible book because it's that awful thing of like. Um, Dad, showbiz, amazing yeah. man, child of showbiz dad, got nothing. Got nothing apart from a showbiz dad and but wrote also, this very pedestrian book. They're not going to write the real you know, cutting-edge truth about their dads, are no. they? Often. They're just going to kind of say, you know, it was all fine. My dad was nice. He took yeah. me to school. It was dreadful. Mm. All right, good. And the other thing you bought in that same session, you spent £500. What? Yeah. yeah. In one session? Yeah. Were you, how, how were you affording that at this point, Lizzie? Mm, I don't know. You bought the Canon MVX250i digital camcorder. Oh, my God. That's because I was working. Oh, that's because I was doing One Flow Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Tell me everything at once. <laughs> so, I was in One Flow Over the Cuckoo's Nest that started off at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival and transferred to London's West End. Why, I hear you say. That's a very unusual thing for an Edinburgh show. Yes, because this show starred Christian Slater. Who? And I was playing his girlfriend... Stroke, prostitute mate. <laughs> and I had to snog Christian Slater eight times a week for nearly a year. Oh. Um, and wow. it, was a, it was an amazing cast of comedians. All I ever do is I end always all roads lead to Lizzie Roper saying I snog Christian Slater. Mm. So it was a cast. Is it going to go on your gravestone? <laughs> I would imagine so. <laughs> Be yeah. honest. I think you should. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm going to have a little speaker in my gravestone just going, I snog Christian Slater. We'll just be playing this podcast on a loop from your gravestone. That's what it will be. So I'm doing a show with a load of comedians, Steve K. Amos, Dave Johns, Phil Nickel, um, you name it, they're in it. Um, uh, Mackenzie Crook, Francis Barbara and Christian Slater, Lucy Porter, Catherine Drakeways. 
And this was before your phone even had a camera in it, really. So no video stuff. But I knew, because can you imagine what happened backstage? I mean, Felix Dexter, it was this amazing company of people. Yeah. So as much fun as we were having on stage, being in a, you know, a sellout West End show, standing ovation, the stuff that went on backstage was absolutely appalling. We had this game called Celebrity Spanking. <laughs> because, because in the interval, um, because they're all playing, they're all playing inmates. So all the men were sort of wearing these white pajamas, and then I was playing this thing. So I had very, very curly hair, loads of makeup on, a basque, and a silk dressing gown on. Um, Lucy Porter, tiny Lucy Porter, was dressed up as a nurse, yeah. and Catherine Jaquies was also dressed up as a prostitute. So we looked like a sort of a Benny Hill sketch, mm-hmm. just having a sort of sit down for five minutes. Highly arousing. Highly arousing. arousing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Ian Coppinger um, would come in, and he, for some reason, his character didn't wear his trousers. He just had to hold them in his hands. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, <laughs> sure. we got into a. Yeah. We got it. Sounds it like a choice. Actor's choice. Yeah, yeah. Sure, for sure, some sure. reason, we got into a thing where we soon discovered that Ian Coppinger's trousers, if you, if I bent over and he thwacked them on my ass, it made a really satisfactory boom, boom, boom. So we just we'd all end up lining up. <laughs> Taking it in turns to have our asses spanked. I'm like, you know, Frankie Bart. And then, of course, Christian Slater would join in and spanky, spanky, spanky. And it was yeah. just, and it was just celebrity spanking. And then it got out into the West End that we were doing this. And I think Roger Allen was doing a play next door. Please don't tell me he appeared at half time. <laughs> no, no, Hello, darling. Like, I'm, no. I'm here for the spankage. Um, Francis Barber kn- knew everybody. And Judy Dench was doing something at the time. So it was all going around all that lot. And then yeah. Roger okay. Allen wrote a letter to Francis Barber, I think, saying, I understand there's some celebrity spanking going on. <laughs> so that's why I thought, I'm going to buy a video camera. Because that's going to be my pension. This is the thing, though, so, isn't it? It's fascinating for me that the then no one had phones. So, and this is only you know a couple of years ago. This isn't even that long ago. So all these things that were missed out on. So the real the thrill was in in recording all those ridiculous moments. Whereas now you'd be spaffing it all over Instagram within seconds. Yeah. And the excitement wouldn't be the same. You've invested yeah. five hundred pounds in a camera. It's going to yeah. be even greater. And I'm not showing that to anybody. Did, I was going to say, did you use it? Do you have the video of celebrities? Back I have. Four little tapes, because it was even those little things. I yeah. four of them, which I have transferred onto uh, digital oh. stuff. But I'm I'm not releasing that no. on Instagram. But next time I come round, will you show me? Just, <laughs> yeah, just, just have, can we have a celebrity spanking afternoon <laughs> yes, where yes. you do celebrity spanking the DVD yeah. uh, commentary? Well, actually, there is a book called The Half. It's a collection of photographs called The Half, where this where this photographer went round yeah. every West End dressing room and took photos. If you and it's and it's like, Oh, there's Ian McKellen before having a cigarette. There's um, uh, Celia Imbri being... There's all oh, sophisticated, sophisticated, thoughtful, thoughtful, pensive. Page 241, <laughs> me, Alex Kingston, Catherine Jaquez, Lucy Porter being spanked by a tiny man with, a, with no trousers on. <laughs> OK, so uh, you, that's brilliant. You, bought, you spent £500 investing. No, was it around about November time? Yeah. My parents bought it for me for my birthday present. Did you tell oh. Daddy... <laughs> That he was buying a camcorder for you he, to be he, filmed he spanking. He knew he was buying a camcorder for me and that I was going to film a lot of backstage stuff. Thanks, Daddy. I'll be saying thanks, Daddy, on the videos yeah. as well. Um, all right, good. Thank you very much indeed for that. Let's go into 2005 now. Sam Baines, what are we looking at here? What can we see on Lizzie Ropers? And that is, it's picking up a bit. 12 orders placed Ooh, in 2000. That's the average a week now. Yeah. You've ordered on the 29th of June five double penetration films. 
I dating? What year is this? 2005. <laughs> yeah. Also, she's... There's no, there's no picture on the cover because it yeah. says too hot to be shown. Now I do remember that DVD, and it was terrible. If you could make, <laughs> if you could make porn badly, mm. um, it was just, it was just people. You could, you knew that people were having sex, but you could only sort of see their faces. Right. It was sort of sanitized. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's not what you expect from that title. No, it promises a lot more, doesn't it? Well, S. Paul agrees, giving it one star. Oh, go on, what's go on. It's not good at all. Mm-hmm. The item was rubbish, and it's not at all accepted that a predefined hardcore movie is just a soft porn. I have asked for a refund. Oh, yeah. so it wasn't hardcore? That was the problem. If Four it's gonna people be, yeah. found that helpful. If, you ex- mm. if you're expecting review. double penetration and you find not that then yeah that's very soft yeah. Yeah. Okay. it's currently available used from £10.78 oh really that's oh, quite that's a good. lot oh if only I hadn't thrown it away that's yeah. held its investment it's better than Bitcoin isn't it <laughs> <laughs> who knew that DP DVDs are better than Bitcoin you heard it here first hi I'm Julia Rayside and I'd like to invite you aboard my podcast Always There is the only podcast to navigate through every single episode in order of the 1980s seafaring soap opera, Howard's Way. You don't have to love Howard's Way or even remember it. We're going to talk about it anyway, because I think it's brilliant. Somebody's nicked my bloody boat. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Very nice. So 2005, a lovely year for Lizzie Roper. Mm. She's acting. She's been videoing herself being spanked by, uh, by massive Hollywood A-listers. She's bought uh, slightly disappointing double penetration DVDs, things are going very well for Lizzie Roper. Then we get to 2006. Mm. You've bought an MP3 player with 256 megabytes on it. Can you you imagine? Amazing. 256 megabytes. Because I was doing my Edinburgh show, Peccadillo Circus, where I had to record people's sex lives. Oh, yes. So this was, I I had to find a pool of people that I didn't know who were willing to sit down and talk intimately, intimately, to me about their sex lives yeah. and record it. 
So I had to go, I had to sort of go on Facebook, I think, and, and I had to go into dogging forums and and sure. sort of go, oh, hello, I'm uh, I'm doing an Edinburgh show and mm. uh, sex, and uh, if you want to talk about your sex life. And of course, I just got loads of perverts going, yeah, I'd like to talk to you about my sex life. Um, so I would have to go and meet them in really public areas because yeah. I'm not stupid. And I'd have to sit in... Um, I remember I did one interview in the Curzon Cinema downstairs. Um, and it was... To get people to tell you about their sex lives, to put them at ease, you sort of have to tell them about yours. Yeah. And did they enjoy that? <laughs> I Yeah, I think so. But, I mean, the... the yeah, at the end of the day, they gave me loads and loads of great material. I took it to Edinburgh, and by the end of week one, I had four five-star reviews. Hooray! Count them! Count them! Followed by a UK tour and a West End transfer. That was such a great show. Mm. I loved that show. So that was 2006 you did that, Edinburgh? It must have been. Yeah. It must have been, yeah. Um, what was it called again? Remind me. Peccadillo Circus. Okay, all right. And you didn't play the... Five double penetration DVD. No, because that would have been show. really crap. Didn't need it. No, Didn't I, need had, it. I had, I had, I had a, me- I had, I had, I whittled it down to I think six or seven characters, mm. and I would just sort of perform what they said verbatim every every breath, every whatnot. It tells a story though that in July you bought the MP3 player in order to do the recording for, mm. the, for, for Edinburgh, which is in August, and then in September you come back from Edinburgh and you're mm. buying the Buy to Let handbook. So someone comes back from Edinburgh. <laughs> And you're clearly thinking, I've got to get the fuck out of here. I can't live here anymore. <laughs> you? Or your show went so well at Edinburgh, you're like, I'm going to buy flats. Yeah, I'm going to take over the world. Yeah. Um, also, what's really interesting is as we time goes on, we get into, I'm in 2008 now. It, the, the gears have definitely shifted. Oh, really? Have I got a bit well, spicy? Well, no. I'd say, if anything, you, things have gone a little bit calmer, a little bit more oh. sedate. The Cat Whisperer. Canine oh. dog biscuit kit. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? 30-inch combined coffee table slash fire pit. Oh, yes. Oh. Um, it's, uh, I don't know, it just feels like you're... you're Am you're I sens- growing up? Se- you're growing up a little bit. Jamie at home. Egg perfect. Colour-changing egg timer. You know, if you'd bought eggs a couple of years ago, Lizzie, I'd have expected something altogether different. <laughs> and now here you are getting an egg timer. It just feels like we're seeing sensible rope. Also, out. revolutionary way to swim better and faster. Oh, yeah. Why did you buy that? Because I was mental for swimming. I was like three stone lighter and I lived um, 200 yards from the Porchester Swimming Centre and mm. I would just zip, 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 um, front crawl every day. Okay, all right. All right. That's very again very sensible thing to do. That's what you were doing clearly. Um, what was the revolutionary way to swim? Oh, it's all this thing about slippy water. It's about sort of your arm placing and making making your limbs be more sort of efficient in the water. So you can look at some people swimming and they're just there mm. and they're not going very far. Yes. Surely all water is slippy, though. No, some water oh. is slipperier than others. Mm. Okay. I've observed that when I've mm. been to swimming pools. Mm. Often it's the men mm. who make a huge amount of splash, oh. Oh. So huge amount much. of display. Yeah. It's true, and they don't actually go that far or fast. And my no wife spatial swims. awareness, arms None. going all over women's legs. People. And, and my, my s- wife swims, and mm. she's just like... Yeah. Just really, yeah, it goes yeah. way faster than that. Yeah. They slap the water. With yes. Them. Yes. Do you know what it is? It's like they're fighting the water. Yes. Yeah. May 2009, mm. two books bought in succession. Uh, you spent £7.52 yeah. on Hypnosis for Change. Oh. And Hidden Depths, the story of hypnosis. That's when I was getting really fed up with my acting career. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, sod it. How can I get a load of money out of people? Um, okay. I'll retrain as a hypnotherapist. Okay. So I took myself off. There was a course being taught in Reading University. 
And I was also, I've always been quite interested in hypnotherapy. Mm. And I went off and I bought all these books. And I did it until that volcano went off. Erga Flurken Leckenleggen. We had to, yeah, Ash. yeah. We had to do, we had to write essays every, we had to write essays every month. And it was like, oh God, I'm back at school. Yeah. Um, and then I was, I was on holiday with my celebrity friend, Alan Davis. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Dave Jones and the and we were due to fly back that day and the volcano went off and then I got stranded so I flew to France and hung out with my sister um, and Hang I didn't on, you left a whole day. you you were stranded with Alan Davis and, and Dave Jones yeah but we were but we were all that was the day that we were due to fly out we so did they stay out there did not you just stay on holiday no, with those they, no because they had they had to get back for stuff they ended up having to drive all the way across Spain and get a ferry from Bilbao or something oh, nice. but I could fly from uh, we were in Puerto, Puerto Banus I could fly from there to near my sister in Carcassonne. Oh, I and see. And it was amazing. I got to just live in Carcassonne for a week without a single plane in the sky going, ha, 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 I can't get back from audition. It's impossible. The whole world has stopped. Hooray. So that volcano took control of your life in, in a good way. It meant that I couldn't write the essay that month. And then I'm that sort of pupil where, you know, if you miss one thing, you just go, <laughs> might as well. Sod it. Miss that's them all. The, that's the whole, oh, I, can't be, I can't be asked to put the time in and catch up. Sorry, I won't be a hypnotherapist after all. I can imagine you as a hypnotherapist. <laughs> you are feeling relaxed. Oh, fuck it, man. <laughs> Screw it, let's go get some gin. Nah, it's not worth it. <laughs> so November 2010, Lizzie. Right? Mm-hmm. So by this point, still a very successful actor. You've done, you've done, you've done your Waterloo Road. Mm. You've been whipped by Christian Slater. And you've done a show about people's sex lives. Things mm. are going well. Yeah. Not that I want to hold... Oh, I don't want to use this podcast as an opportunity to hold a mirror up to your professional mm. life. But I would put it to you that you're starting to get older at this stage uh, when you buy these two objects oh, one after the other. A Omron Walking Style 2 pedometer followed by quality, trendy reading glasses with black frames. <laughs> now that is yeah. basically one foot in the grave. Is yeah. it Yeah, welcome to my world. <laughs> Seven pounds ten you spent on the trendy reading glasses. I love they're called trendy. Trendy, they're trendy. proper. They're proper trendy and quality. Um, reading glasses and the uh, pedometer. Did you did any any? Oh, actually no. The, the pedometer was a gift, so it wasn't for you. Who so you you're for? still young. Fraser, Fraser Price. Oh my dear Fraser. Lovely Fraser, isn't he? Is that Fraser off of the Gilded Balloon? No, Fraser mm. Price um, is a, a producer that used to produce me doing voiceovers, and I became very good friends with him and his partner oh. Alan. Nice, mm. nice. Um, also, uh, December 2010, you bought Hedgehogs, a complete pet owner's manual. Oh, yeah. My parents, who live in Guernsey, yeah. were going mental for the hedgehog. <laughs> mental. They were buying hedgehog food. My father was making hedgehog houses. Were they showing the hedgehogs more love than they showed you, Lizzie? Is that Always. <laughs> They, my dad got obsessed with making these little hedgehog houses and then sort of leaving them randomly round the garden. And then there'd be hedgehog watch every night. And then oh and you'd have to sort of hang out. And then you'd hear... <laughs> oh, they're coming. Oh, they're coming out. They're coming out. I think they're mating. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. They're, they're dog food. They're dog food. <laughs> and you were just sitting there watching your parents watching Yeah, so that hedgehogs. was a Christmas present. God, it's amazing you watching them watching the hedgehogs like mm. hoggle box. Yeah. Let's go back to 2016 first of all. Let's start there and have mm. a look at a few of these things. December, um, your hobbies are really taking <laughs> off. Go on. Because oh, you spent £79.03 on different coloured wool. Oh, oh, yeah. That's lovely. Oh, yeah. No, I got, into making, I got into making hats. On a, on a that's a lot of hats yeah no because if you, you can buy these wool looms they're these big um, plastic um, uh, hoops with, with 
sort of teeth on mm. and it's basically massive French knitting yeah. and it's a really good thing because when you're filming and you're sitting around and doing absolutely nothing a makeup lady was doing it and it's but you just you just loop it around and you keep on doing and you can make a hat in two and a half hours really yep so I, my friend, my sister who lives in France is very good friends with the dog shelter, and I make loads of stuff for them to sell. You make so, dog hats. So hats I, for dogs. <laughs> no, oh, I make that's hats for, I make hats for people, and then I sell them on Etsy, and then I send all the profits to the dog shelter. Are you still doing that's this? Right. Um, I made a load on tour last year. I couldn't do it. I couldn't. I couldn't do it this year. That's so lovely. I never knew this about you. I never knew yeah. you were a knitter. Have I never made you a hat? No, you've never made I've me got, a fucking I, I've hat. I've got like 30 up in my attic waiting to go for Christmas. Sarah Pasco bought one of my hats. Oh my God. I love knitting. I, I do scarves though. It's oh, more really? straightforward because you just go side to side. Get yourself a knitting loom. It, you will love it. You will have so much fun. Is it very good for, it's very good for mindfulness, isn't it? It's very good for your brain just to sort of sink into it. it it's, it? Just, it's just great, especially when you're doing a play. or And, you, and I'm, I really hope being in a dressing room, I like being on the side of the stage. And you can do it in practically in semi-darkness. And it's not so complicated that you have to concentrate on it, and then boom, you're off. Mm. I might do that backstage. That's Dominic, my job at the moment. When I was in, when I was doing the limitine, um, Dominic Cooper got really excited about my hats. He insisted <laughs> I make one for him, and he and he wanted to have his own knitting loom. Really? Well, there you yeah. Go. Dominic Cooper. Yeah, because you can sit it down at the beginning of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go, what are you doing? And by the end of the show, you go, I've made that. It's just, it comes back to this thing with actors, though, where you mm. will have a material object to mm. show mm. for the hours of your life you're pouring into a bin. Yep. Basically. Because yeah. that's what it is with all three of us. We're all actors. We've all mm. done it. Mm. And you sit there and you do days and days and days on a show yeah. for filming. And you come back and go, great, that was that's going to yeah. be six scenes on a thing. Yeah, that hurry, up <laughs> hurry up and wait. Hurry up and wait. Oh, it would be a bin. It's like... Well, the, the mm. filming ethos. No, of course. I'm not saying Midsummer Murders <laughs> is a bin, but mm. it's it's definitely the recycling. Let's be yeah. honest, right? And it's not landfill. I, and had I been more sort of um, disciplined, that's that's the time. That's the downtime you would have written your own screenplay in. But it's too bitty, mm. isn't it? It's yeah. too. Wait over there for 15 minutes. Do you want a biscuit? There's the runner. Can I do your makeup? But also, uh. you're in a state of it's like traveling. The, mm. the the nearest thing to compare it to is that traveling. Because when you're traveling, you're constantly mm. waiting for what's next. Aren't mm. you? Even if you're in an airport or wherever you are, you're waiting for the next mm. bit. And that's what you're doing as an actor. You're just sort of on tenterhooks, ready to go. So that's a perfect thing to do. Can I ask you why on October 2016 you bought the IKEA child's footstool and had it delivered to stage door? That's what my sister and I call the. They're getting a stool out <gasps> to get a stool out. It's a it's a pooing <laughs> stool. Yes. <laughs> I have them. I have two in my house now. Are you kidding? I can't. I can't. You can o- you can only properly evacuate if you have your knees up mm. in front of you. Toilets are really badly designed, aren't yes, they? Yes. Yes. It's meant to be much better for you. It is so much better for you. It's so much better. You don't have to strain and God knows what. So, yes, it's the get a stool out to get a stool out. So, but now, the reason I know about this is because my wife, when she, uh, both mm. times she gave mm. birth to uh, mm. children, mm. That afterwards there were. Complications. Ha- yeah, complications. Yeah. And, and they needed, uh, she needed some advice on how to, d- mm. you know. And that was one of the things they said you've got to get a stool and, and put your feet up a little bit for your poo. Yeah. And it will make a massive difference. But they are linking this. I've read an article mm. about this a couple of years ago. And they're linking the bad design of toilets to a lot of um, bowel diseases. Yes, exactly, because it's all trapped up there. Because yeah. the position that we do it, it sort of closes off the sphincter rather than opening it up. I can't believe so you've got I a stool stool. That's yeah. amazing. You know what? You should really market that. 
they, they, there's already they there's are. already there's they already sponsor actually a lot of podcasts yeah. what the stool stool yeah it's like cool. a potty stool or a yeah. what's it called it's, it's called something but you don't need to do that stool. you just need to go to Ikea and buy a, a child's yeah, stool. we've got. I mean, we've got that exact one in our house, which go. we're about to get rid of because my son doesn't need it anymore because he's uh, tall enough. Hello. Put it in Daddy's bathroom. Thank you very much. That's going upstairs I'll to Daddy's it. bathroom. Mm. Yeah. Also, I can just imagine you when you said about your wife, mm. if you didn't already have a stool just kneeling on the floor so she can <laughs> <laughs> with her feet up. Great love has no man. It was a very tense time because uh, in order for her to well, leave, it was for her. Yeah. Very well, well no, they were trying to make yeah. it less tense. Mm. Um, in order for us to leave the hospital, she had to. Perform one, boat. yeah. So we were basically there until they it held her to ransom over a shit. Yeah, but everyone, her nice. parents were there as well. We were all waiting, and it was like we just we realised that it's it sounded like we were waiting for Santa because we just kept walking around going, "Has she been? <laughs> She's been! She's been! We can go home." I, what I'm going to do now, Lizzie, because we are running mm. out of time, and I feel like we've learned enough about Lizzie Rope yeah. already. Mm. To be honest, I feel like we learned enough, Sam, in the first two minutes. Mm. Really. <laughs> first the, item. The rest has been surplus to requirements. Um, let's crash on now to present day. All right, here we are. Mm. Um, so 2019, just before we look at the items you've bought, Lizzie, good year, bad year so far. How's it been? What do you mean? Well, just in, in life, career, personally, what's going on? Uh, career sort of plateaued, okay. um, but I've got that... I spend a lot of time in Guernsey with my mum and my sister and five dogs. Is that on why you beach. bought? Is that why in May you bought the Extreme Farts extension pack? Oh yeah. <laughs> you spent one pound sixty so oh, that yeah. your Alexa can make farting noises. Oh, but you know Alexa can make normal farting noise. You go mm. Alexa fart and she farts. Yeah. These days, if you if you add on that pack, yeah, you'll say Alexa do fart and then she then Alexa will say, "Would you like a squelchy one?" <laughs> oh. Here's a wet one. Here's a thunderclap one. And and her her repertoire has expanded. She can fart happy birthday if you add that extension to your thing. And my God, does my mother enjoy it? No, she really likes it. <laughs> Which but... is why you enjoy it. Because yeah. she to... Do you think yeah. we should write a review of this Alexa skill? Oh, it's amazing. Samantha? If we yeah. go to the Extreme Farts extension pack then, uh, May it? 2019, 19th of May 2019. Okay. Write a product review. Yeah, let's write a very quick product review before we. Uh, so, what would we give it? Five stars? Definitely. Five chocolate stars. <laughs> Should we write that as the headline? Yes. <laughs> Five chocolate stars is brilliant. And then just and then just write in block capitals. She'll do a thunderclap fart. <laughs> she will do a thunderclap fart. She will fart. And then happy in, birthday. In, in brackets, and Alexa will too. Hey! hey! There you go. Nice. Typing this in. There we are. That's going to be going up onto the Amazon webpage. So you can just find it yourself. She will do a thunderclap fart, and Alexa will too. Yeah, lovely. Perfect. <laughs> Great. Submit. Do you want to change your name? No. No, no. Lizzie Roper. Great. Just put her uh, put her Twitter handle as well. That'd be <laughs> ideal. All right. So Lizzie, let's it's find submitted. out. Submitted. Mm. Beautiful. Okay. So Lizzie, let's find out what the final order, the most recent oh, order Christ. that you made this year. It might not be funny. It might just be a something. It's serious a serious door thing. handle from last week. Uh, well, you tell me what it is. I'll tell you what it is <laughs> when I've looked at it's a it's a door handle. Um, no, actually. Um, the last thing you mm. bought. Oh, do you know what? You can tell me about this. Yeah. You bought the BT whole home <gasps> Wi-Fi pack of three discs, mesh Wi-Fi. And I got it at a really good price. Yeah, how I, did you get it for 113 It was like a warehouse deal or something. Like the box had been opened. Go on, tell me more. Well, there's my mother living in a 500-year-old Guernsey farmhouse with yeah. walls the size of your dick. Okay. <laughs> so sorry, so is that thin? Uh, average size walls now. Yes, you can you can sneeze and okay. hear yourself. Yes. Um, 
Uh, no, so I've put that in, and it's yeah, it's really good. It's brilliant. It's um, it zaps it all around the place. Let's have some reviews of the of the mesh Wi-Fi extender. Well, Vault says easy peasy, nice and speedy. Oh, Finally, nice. something removes dead spots from my Wi-Fi setup mm-hmm. um, and my pants. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Great. Do you need Wi-Fi in your pants? You can get those vibrators that work through Wi-Fi. One flew over the cuckoo's nest. I went on stage wearing a remote control vibrator. Did you? That's another story that's been told. Who a had the control? Times. Well, that was the game. I had to put the thing in my pants, yeah. and then I had to go on stage, and then it, they somebody would um, press the button, and <laughs> I'd be cast. acting, and I would have to guess who had the button. <laughs> But the, the bloke who took me out and shopped for it and came up with the game was Dave Johns. And weirdly enough, it was Dave Johns. I am Daniel Blake, who was basically <laughs> frigging me off on stage in front of an audience of about 800 people. And could you still act through it? Well, the thing I discovered about wearing a remote control vibrator is it's very easy if you've got a line because you can sort of act through the line. Um, but if you don't have a line, yeah, you'll just, yeah, we'll just, uh, it'll be very hard to keep you, oh. It was very, it was very strong. Oh my god! I think we ended up in the Daily Mirror or something, one of those showbiz gossip things. There was a little thing. Ooh, which West End cast is wanking themselves off? <laughs> now we know. Yeah. It's did Hamilton. You, did you ever orgasm on stage? No, no. I was kissing. I was kissing Christian Slater. I was having a perfectly nice time. <laughs> you really didn't in. need it. You didn't need it really, at all. No, he used to suck my nipples and all that. It was. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Okay. Well, we've so been on a journey. So you were sucking your nipples, and mm. you had a vibrator on yeah well there was a, there was a bit where he would bring me down and sit me on his knee and um he would he would i had had this long monologue out to the audience and he would jiggle me so that my tits would go up and down and he would look at my tits um and then at one point he would pull my boob out and suck my boob and because i was a good time girl i couldn't go oh no get off um so i would take it but the evening when i had this um remote control vibrator on and it was going off i was thinking to myself i really hope someone told christian what we're doing otherwise he's gonna think i'm just farting on him <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay um <laughs> Or you have like a high tech vagina. I have a very high tech vagina. (laughs) I have Wi Fi mesh in my vagina. Lizzie Roper and her 5G fanny. Um, Final (laughs) object then, Lizzie. uh, The calming collar for cats delivered on the 11th of July 2019. Is this for your cat? My my 19 year old Phoebe. She doesn't need calming. She's 19 years old. Oh, surely. No, because she's gone to go and she's gone to live with my mate Jackie for six weeks. Oh, see, I see. So I needed to sort of Mm. um, adjust her for that. So I took her to my friend Jackie's house. It was yeah. re- it's really funny um, because um, you know how you want to make your cat have a good impression? Uh, within an hour, she'd thrown up all over her stair carpet. Oh, then I spent the night there. And then the next morning, I got up to go and buy some cat later from Waitrose. And then I got back to find uh, my, Jackie's boyfriend with a thing of vanish. And uh, Phoebe had had explosive diarrhoea throughout oh, the house. Throughout the house. Oh not God. just in one place. Phoebe! But there you are. There's my cat. I'm going. <laughs> Wow, well, yeah. cat! I know. Uh, but was she's... she wearing the calming collar yes. all that time? <laughs> yes, wow. she bloody was. So it's fair to say we should write a review of the calming collar, saying she still shit everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I needed she calming down. She shit me mate's place up in it. <laughs> Lizzie Roper, thank you so much for coming in and doing my mate bought a toaster. I feel like mm. uh, you know I already knew these things about you, but now we've shared them with the world. Great. Is that okay? And nothing yeah. you want to edit out there at all. I, th- I knew at the beginning I was going to regret this, and. Yeah. I really regret this. Great news. Where can we find you on your socials and all that stuff? Do you care? At Lizzie Roper. Okay. Uh, Lizzie Roper, thank you very much. I love you. (laughs) 
Um, so, Sam, thanks very much. Another lovely episode under our belts there. Uh, well, hopefully you'll be back next week. Who knows with your sporadic My Mate Got a Toaster <laughs> presence at the moment. I'm a very busy lady. Clearly. Um, give us a follow on at ToasterPod. And also we've got a Facebook page as well now for people who are still doing Facebook pages. My Mate Got a Toaster. That's the name. Find us on there. And uh, we'll see you soon. Thanks. Bye. My mum will follow us on Facebook. That sounds like a sequel to My Mate Bought a Toaster. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make that podcast next year. I can't be the same always. I love the good of baby and I want you for the rest of my days. Great Big Owl. And welcome to the musical podcast. I'm Kiri. And I'm Jade. And I'm Dave. Dave's on keys. But we don't play that too much because otherwise we'll have to pay some people rights money. Yeah. Uh, we do a live show where comedians come and sing their favourite musical theatre songs in front of a live audience. This podcast is us bringing that person inside of a building. <laughs> welcome to Just a Minute with Jade Adams. <laughs> I panicked. Enjoy. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.